and when Jimmy's in this downhill spiral, that's when Jesus comes back to save his brother. Easter, that's what Easter was about? Could definitely be on Easter. That's an Easter egg. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Christ Cast. We got we got the full crew joining us today. We got we got Honest John joining us from heaven. We got Kier joining us from hell. I, I'm pretty sure last time I checked, hell. And we got Jake Drew. Jake, is that is that heaven? Is, is this is this a, a spare a spare room in heaven somewhere? This is definitely hell. Okay, it looks bright. Really. Pretty right. sunny for hell. They have to grow the pineapples to that's shove up your anus in hell. So they need sunlight. That's true. That's true. It's hard to grow pineapples without some sunlight. All right. Well, so much to talk about. So I've, I've been keeping my Google Doc and I got like two or three pages now. So one of the things that, that I would like to clarify, Jimmy Christ's mother's name is Delilah. It has to be Delilah. Delilah is a biblical character. She is is famous for cutting off Samson's hair. Samson was was kind of like a big timer. And then Delilah was paid to find out his secret. And she was a, a she she was a courtesan. That's a fancy name for prostitute for anyone that's that's not up, you know, on, on their terminology. She gets Samson to share his secret with her and then she cuts off his hair she gets paid off dude and then she's she quits you know she quits her day job i don't know seems very appropriate for jimmy's mom are we insinuating that jimmy's mom cuts off gabriel's penis and takes away the the ability for god to have more children or I, I think that's going to be a story, man. That's a scene for sure. Because then that, then that explains why God only has like, whatever, four kids. And her last name, Delilah Bobbitt. Delilah <laughs> Lelena Bobbitt is her full name. She goes by Delilah. So I'm glad we figured that out. That's his mom's name. Works out perfect. Great name, dude. And it just reinforces her 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 pre Jimmy Christ profession, and gives us a nice little story to tie in with with Gabriel. That'll be good for the DVD commentary. Oh, we're going to DVD. Going straight to DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured we'd keep it gangster and come out VHS only. Jimmy and and Jesus end up spending most of their teenage and adult years in San Jose. And Jesus, of course, starts his own construction company. And, and Jimmy, after, after him and cousin Raja uh, burn down the gas station, which is the first time Jimmy gets really wasted, and then they burn down the gas station. After that, Jimmy can't hold a job. Which, which I, I, I think at least two of us can uh, relate to and probably can get some good content in there about not hold, holding jobs down. So whenever Jimmy's in between jobs, he needs some money, he goes and works for Jesus with the construction company. And every time he works, he only works a couple of days and then something weird happens at, at, at the job and he just gets filthy dirty. And this is why Jimmy hates getting dirty. He hates doing construction and then always drives him to get a different job. So just a different event at every job makes him get dirty, and that's what causes him to leave it. So exactly, like that's like, funny. <laughs> like something happens to his Levi's one day, he quits the job. You know, <laughs> one day he's he's Jesus says, "Hey Jimmy, put a couple of nails in that board." Jimmy smashes a guitar finger, walks out. You know, he's done. Uh, there's all kinds of things. Breaks his foot on the job. You know, with Jesus doing something. We've we've got Jimmy somehow stays in always related his job to some sort of automotive, okay? Gas station, car salesman, taxi cab driver, 
mixer truck driver. As he gets older, he's going to be a driver's ed teacher. He's going to park cars for a car auction. Valet driver, you know, uh, stuff like that. And uh, then one of the other things that we threw in there was that Jimmy's either always trying to get Cousin Roger a job with him, right? And then somehow Cousin Roger's always the demise of that job. Like, and with the gas station, we decided the gas station is going to be a major event. Uh, it's where Jimmy becomes a man. It's where Jimmy has his first cigarette, has his first beer, has his first interaction with his first crush. Learns how to read. Learns how to read, learns how to write, learns everything, right? His whole life happens. And then a mysterious night after a blackout, the gas station burns down. Jimmy doesn't know what happens because he went to Heavenland. No, no, no. He went to Jesus' time. He went to uh, Nazareth. And, that's, and that's, that's when he first meets Jesus, okay? First blackout. And Jesus and Jimmy are practically identical twins, except, you know, Jimmy's better look, or sorry, Jesus is better looking and Jimmy's a little more rough around the edges. The blackout happens. Jimmy doesn't know what happens. The next day, Jimmy goes to work. The gas station's burnt down. All, the last thing he remembers is him and cousin Roger were partying after hours at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to track Cousin Roger down. Cousin Roger goes, Jimmy, you don't remember what happened? Jimmy, I don't know. Cousin Roger, we don't know the details yet. Cousin Roger tells Jimmy it was his fault. Now Jimmy's in this mental downward spiral that he burnt the gas station down. Him and Cousin Roger are both out of a job now. Okay, (laughs) times are getting tough. This is the start of his downhill spiral. And when Jimmy's in this downhill spiral, that's when Jesus comes back to save his brother. I love it. So it's, that's Easter. That's what Easter was about. Could definitely be on Easter. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. That's an Easter egg. And this explains why Jesus's biography has like a 20 year gap in it or 15 years or whatever it is. He's got to go help out his brother. Because you know what? God doesn't care at all about Jimmy. God kind of hates Jimmy. He just he barely, he doesn't, you know, he's tries, he's, he's kind of upset when Jimmy finds out about him. And then he's constantly, you know, we already established, he's constantly delegating Gabriel, just go and take care of this. And so at some point, um, Delilah does chop off Gabriel's dick because she gets pissed at him. That has to be many, many years later. God has to already have Michael Jordan and Tom Brady and Tiger Woods before that. Uh, (laughs) So, and here's another caveat. When Jesus comes back, Jesus and Jimmy become like new BFFs. They have so much in common. They instantly just bond. Cousin Roger hates it. This is where the jealousy and the hatred for Jesus begins. Roger is practically the Antichrist, and in, in, um, everything about Jesus, Roger's the opposite. So, so Roger's the Antichrist. <laughs> Roger's the Antichrist. He and Roger hates Jesus. In fact, the first time Roger, the first time Roger meets him, he wants to kick his ass, and and we know Roger kicks a lot of ass, but he never kicks Jesus's ass because Jimmy tells him not to and and roger has the ultimate respect for 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 jimmy until until he kills jesus but so he covers that up too he covers that he, up and jimmy doesn't he judas? Learn, learn about that he's he is judas that's gonna be in a blackout too because when jimmy blacks out cousin roger does crazy shit and jimmy just always believes whatever cousin roger tells jesus's death Cousin Roger somehow there's there's a, a miracle happens and cousin Roger transports back with them. And then that's when he steps in as as a Judas character. He goes and rats rats out Jesus to other Romans, gets him killed. And then when 
Jimmy wakes up from his blackout and finds out that Jesus is dead. Roger, of course, blames it on, on, on the Jews, which accounts for John's gospel, not uh, honest John, the other John. And then so that accounts for John's gospel, blames it on the Jews. Jimmy believes it. And then this is really when Jimmy's life gets gets real dark, dude. He he becomes a super drug addict after that. Just hardcore. He's living his life, just blacking out all the time because he can't he can't forgive himself for what happens to Jesus. That's the only way he can communicate with Jesus is to go to a blackout. And, and then his one blackout, his last blackout, where, where he goes and visits Jesus when he finds out he's missing, a few people in Jesus's time confuse Jimmy for Jesus, and they think Jesus was resurrected. Really, his brother is just looking for him. Yeah, and really, it was just Jimmy looking for Jesus, couldn't find him. And the reason why Jimmy has to break it up with Mary Magdalene is because in the 20 the 20th century this is Roger's fault too he gets some chick pregnant some chick he hates too jim jimmy does oh i see where this is going nice yeah his first son jc and then so he has to he has to give up his relationship with the love of his life mary, mary magdalene and he ends up getting married doesn't go well because he's he's such a blackout you know just hardcore addict you know just doesn't do is, is fathering subpar to say to say the least and uh yeah tough tough times you know in a funny way funny way he's also it's hard to be a, a father at this point because he's a truck driver he's all over the nation at this point he's in and out of blackouts in every other city uh cousin rogers is his his uh co-pilot you know? yeah. <laughs> waiting for the uh <clears throat> waiting for the season where we address whatever happened to jc's kids oh yeah but that's in there eventually later seasons later seasons that might actually be our first spin-off <laughs> yeah it'll be the better call saul <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's like Bebe's kids, but JC's kids. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, different drugs take Jimmy to different places. I think peyote is a good one for him going to heaven to talk to God. Because that's kind of a, you know, not an easy drug to get. I think the drug that, so he's going to visit Jesus first. So that drug I'm thinking can maybe be weed or beer. Unless, unless you got a better idea. It's a drug that needs to be easily available for a younger kid like Jimmy. You know, some, some kid that's living on his own on the streets can get it with his gas station job. Beer would be easy to get it with your gas station job, that's for sure. And then so, yeah, so then I guess when Jesus dies, he maybe stops drinking beer for a while and just gets, goes to the hardcore drugs, which, which would make sense too. Yeah, I can see that kind of like, um, I'm just kind of thinking like the, X amount of layers of like purgatory type deal where like the harder the drug, the, the deeper you go. And also maybe the longer he's there. Uh, yeah. Peyote's kind kind of a long high. There's no way God wants him there for 12 hours. This is what I say. It's not about each drug taking him to a different place. Each drug gives him a different duration and the duration allows Jimmy to explore more. So then maybe he's on peyote. He's been there for a day and a half. Maybe he finally does track down his dad and get to say hi, and you know, whatever the case, maybe that could be the thing is that Jimmy has to go there for longer and longer. Cause there's a certain point where he really wants to talk to his dad, you know? And he's like, I got I to gotta do something that's going to give me there at least two or three days or I'm not even going to see the guy, you know? I love that. Yeah, yeah so, this, so this ties me into to one of the scenes I'm, I'm in between writing. And so this is, this is San Jose's setting. Jimmy and Jesus decide they're going to go see dad together for the first time. And then, 
And then Jimmy finds out that that Jesus doesn't have to do a bunch of drugs to go see dad. All he has to do is say the word father. <laughs> and then so and uh and, and Jimmy's a little perplexed by this. And then we end up tying that we, we end up tying this back in. Jesus is, is a believer, and Jimmy's not. So, so Jimmy can never get the father to work because he doesn't actually believe it. He thinks it's all he deep down. He thinks it is just a big hallucination. So he has to be like out of his mind. He's got to get yeah. out of his mind to, to get, get out of space okay. and time. Whereas Jesus, Jesus is right there. Jesus believes. Rightfully so, because God is in his life where God wants nothing to do with Jimmy. He's constantly pawning them off on, on Gabriel. You know, Jesus has a relationship with his father. He's known him for like thousands of years or whatever. And uh, Jesus was God's first son. And so there was a time when he was his only son. So he used to spend a little bit of time here and there. This is also before God found golf as well. That's how we keep track of things. Not before Christ, before this. It's before golf and after golf. Those are the (laughs) two time frames. And uh, before golf... God and Jesus were pretty close. You know, they used to vacation. He'd go go to his different things and stuff. And then uh, Jimmy has uh, come along, God's second child. And then now Jesus at first is kind of jealous of Jimmy because at first uh, Jesus thinks God's spending all this time with Jimmy. Jesus didn't realize God found golf right around the same time. <laughs> is Jimmy came around. So then there becomes like the, the, the time where now Jimmy and Jesus are just alike because they, neither one of them get any attention from their father. They're both neglected. They both just want to like hang out, maybe go, go ride in the cart with him at the course or something, you know, have a beer, whatever the case. Uh, but God for whatever reason, he loves golf so much. He doesn't care about Jimmy and Jesus. And then once, once the God's other kids come along that are really good golfers and and really successful, then Jimmy and Jesus now have another thing to bond over that they're always left out. You know, God's always hanging out, uh, blowing them off. Next thing you know, he sees a picture of them on the Instagram, God and (laughs) Michael and Tiger and Tom out there just having a good old time. And (laughs) poor Jimmy and Jesus fucking, they told him they were like busy out of town or what, you know. What if at some point God, God gets so annoyed that him and Roger have to work together to try to kill Jimmy and Jesus where they won't, where they won't resurrect and come back. That would be epic. Oh, we're God's involved with it. That's God and the antichrist (laughs) working together. Roger talks, Roger somehow talks to God and he's like, you know, what would really get these guys off, off your back? You got to kill Jesus. So God could be the one that transports Roger then. Yeah, he meets Roger because Roger does drugs. You know, Roger came with Jimmy one time, you know. So so actually the peyote will take him will take Jimmy to God. Well, God's on Pebble Beach the first time. And he's meeting for his annual golf match with Satan. And and they're in, in this specific golf match. Okay, so so Jesus shows up starts talking to God and God's trying to blow him off. Cause he's, he has a, he has a special golf meeting with, with Satan. And then, you know, God's, God's wearing a really nice white suit in this one. And then Satan shows up, he's wearing a really nice red suit. You know, you know, they're dressed, dressed in um, the best, the best suits that you, that you could wear golfing type, type uh, attire. It's like they barely, you know, you know, they barely stick out, but they definitely stick out, but, but they look good. And then, Jesus shows up. So God's like, okay, you know, what's going on? And then Jimmy shows up and Jamie just ate like a whole handful of peyote. So he's like throwing up on the golf course and he's just super wasted. And then God's kind of like, really like freaking out, like what the heck is going on here? And then, so he, you know, he gets Gabriel on it. And then we stick with God in, in, in Satan for uh, the rest of the scene and God and God and Satan are just talking about, you know, like, you know, their data. 
how, how many bodies did you get? How many bodies did I get? Who's winning the heaven versus hell thing? And they start talking about disparities of outcomes between races. Hold on, John. Okay, they, they start talking about disparity of outcomes between races. And they start accusing each other. So, so God's like, hey, Satan, I see um, you got like 90% of Asians going to hell. Like, what are you doing, man? I know, you know, I know you're, you know, this, this communism looks funny to me, dude. Like what's going on with this communism? Is that you? And then, and then Satan goes back and accuses him. He's like, well, you killed your son. You are getting, uh, you've got 99% of white people in the Western world for the last 2000 years. Like what, like, what the fuck do you, you know, expect me to do here? And, you know, they're constantly bickering back and forth about the disparity of outcomes in hell and heaven. I love that. Like the, the logistics that cause it. That's funny. That's very funny. Okay. So I, I got a couple of things here with the body count. Okay. How many people enter the gates or how many people are, are in the fire? That's, that's a number, but that's not the number they care the most about. The number they care the most about is who, who are the best golfers to enter heaven or hell. Okay. And they judge them by in golf. You're judged by your handicap. So they have a scoring system, you know, and the next thing you know, they're arguing, they say, Oh, fucking Scott's a fucking 14 handicap. And then Satan goes, yeah, but Tom got two hole in ones and God goes "Oh, fucking bullshit. I seen the one he fucking two putted that thing. He didn't hold one, nothing. You know, they, they just argue more or less over the best golfers to come through the gates. Cause maybe this tournament that they're playing, this is a thing that happens with uh, a lot of golf tournaments. It's a team tournament, heaven versus hell, man. Angels it's what matters demons. the most. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's not just God versus Satan. That's where the population of heaven and hell have an impact. And they go, you know, so so maybe sometimes they're uh, Satan comes back to Earth and he's trying to like convince this believer that's about to die that's a really good golfer. He's like, we could really use you, you know. You'd be you'd be our number three guy on the team, you know. This is all inclusive, you know. All the clubs, uh, you got best air conditioning and all of hell, you know. He gives the the, the package. He's trying to convert people. Same with God, you know. He's out there. So they come up with this new bet at the end of the scene that I described. They say, you know, if someone suggests, you know what, let's, who cares about total bodies? You know, that's trivial. Let's see who can get the next golfers next year. And then, and then you add in John's idea. Now all of a sudden Satan and God are constantly interrupting the senior PGA tour. Oh yeah. They're frequenting events. Because those guys are going to die soonest. You know, there's constantly a lot of uh, airplanes going down. That's why Tiger had a near-death experience. Because Satan, uh, Satan actually saved him. Because God was willing to sacrifice another son to win the bet. Because he knew he, he, he'd win that bet easy if Tiger died that, uh, that year. Satan saves him. Satan has the ability to use his powers on earth where supposedly uh, God doesn't interrupt. Where... Satan could make a deal with the old guys and say, Hey man, you want to win a couple of majors this year? Go out as the greatest senior of all time. I know when you're going to expire, bud, I can help you get there. Yeah, man. Bets with bets with the devil. Just like uh, Johnson. I can't remember his first name. What's his, uh, the blue Robert player? crossroads. I don't understand golf very well. So uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel like the golf could a, could alienate our audience a bit. Um, but if Johnny can make it funny, you know, it, you know, it gets to stick. It's one golf is becoming more and more popular. This is going to help bring yeah golf with losers. Golf is becoming lives. more and more popular with losers <laughs> that can't do something interesting. You're out of your mind, dude. <laughs> Golf is where the all the rich, affluent people hang out and get away from their families from. Losers. You know, a, yeah, right. Jim, you wish you could go somewhere. Okay, they can't run. They can't play baseball. They can't play a real sport that people have some, you know, some esteem with. 
Like, Jim, they can't you, make YouTube videos. Okay, they can't. You just rap. named. You just named all the reasons why you should be golfing. Okay, you can't run. I agree. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've identified that golf is for losers and God is a loser for many, for, for several reasons, but one for liking golf along with being a dirtbag parent, petty, you know, he's the guy's just petty too. Cares more about golf and gambling than his own children. What an asshole. Also, I don't think God pays his taxes. Not on his bets. Uh, actually, Jesus says in one of the Gospels, pay to Caesar what, what is due. So I think um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sure why Jesus comes up with that idea. Maybe it's because his dad doesn't pay taxes. Possible. Maybe his dad maybe owes Caesar's Caesar just a taking his cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe Caesar's just getting his cut. Caesar was a hell of a golfer. (laughs) (laughs) Taxes started from a gambling debt. I like it between God and Caesar. Guy defaulted on his, his, his debt. And and that, that was the fall of Rome. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, eventually God decided that it was a lot easier Instead of paying back his debt, just get rid of Rome. There's a moment when Jimmy and Jesus try and talk to God, and then they're be, they're being um, neglected at a golf course, and then they find out that they're allowed to have sex. Ooh. Yeah, so check this out. So, and this is kind of like a college hazing kind of stuff, right? So, you know, Jesus was always under the the influence it he wasn't allowed to have sex until he was married yeah jesus following the old laws uh. and J- jimmy don't really know laws but up until that that first time he got blacked out jimmy thought he was a virgin too you know which turned out he still is a virgin <laughs> but uh they don't find that out till later but so they're at the golf course and their brothers are there and their brothers are teasing them about being virgins. So then they they discover their dad tells them, "Oh yeah, you know that's that that's not really something we we go by anymore. That's that's Old Testament stuff, you know." So then Jesus and Jimmy are both in like their twenties at this time, couple virgins, okay. <laughs> and then now their brothers are making fun of them because their brothers aren't virgins. Their brothers have a bunch of kids, couple wives, you know. Uh, so that gives a lot of that could be a real good episode of like the first times where like Jimmy and Jesus go out to try to like pick up chicks or something, you know, and like how, how awkward they would be and like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, I just, I just picture like the way the old man was. And then they also, they also, but they're also trying to find triple dates because they always got Roger with them. And Roger's (laughs) a real obstacle, dude. They got to find a chick that's willing to hang out with Roger. So I want to suggest that, that because we, I think also previously talked about each, each thing is Jimmy helping Jesus was something that happened in the Bible with Jimmy getting the assist on it. Right. So them losing their virginity could be like a monumental something that happened in the Bible, which I think would be really funny. Like, I don't know, the f- whatever biblical disaster stuff you guys would have to be the ones that tell me. But that would be really funny if the event leading up to it was if we picked something that could be remotely sexual, that would be really funny. The burning bush. <laughs> the burning bush. <laughs> or the, the great floods could be the first time uh jimmy and jesus and roger all come at the same time <laughs> parting the red sea yeah yeah oh yeah women these days roger comes up with this idea women these days and so he decides let's let's go hit on some of these chicks from 2000 years ago those those chicks will be down so then they go to jesus's time in nazareth they're still getting rejected and roger's like dude we gotta go further back and then, like, who else do you Sodom know? She's like, oh, I know Moses. And then Moses gets him some burning bush. Some burning bush. I like, I like it, it, dude. It. I like it. So the the, le- the legend of the burning bush <laughs> was actually just a bad case of the clap. 
Roger lights the bush on fire. They actually don't get laid there. They got, they got to go back further. And then Roger's like, well, who else do you know, man? Moses isn't helping us. And he's like, Noah? I know Noah. All right, let's go check out. Let's go check out and see, you know, see what kind of prospects Noah got. Flood. Great flood. I like that. And what if, what if Noah, because, you know, the famous thing with Noah is that he, like, cursed his son for seeing him naked. What if Noah was having an orgy with all of them? And that's and that's what went down is the kid. His son saw Noah coming out of an orgy. And he's like, this is not what it looks like. And so he curses him. <laughs> and you see Jimmy and Roger and Jesus <laughs> running out the back. You know, so like, oh, no, well, shit. okay. So so more more specifically, uh in that in that scene, Noah's passed out naked. And his grandson sees him. So I think what what the authors of that story forgot. Is it Jimmy, Roger, and Jesus were all passed out naked, <laughs> along with like 15 <laughs> girls, dude? <laughs> and so the kids in there like a little pervert because he's just trying to see some boobs, dude. And he, he, he sees a little dick while he's in there. Because the reason they got so many girls to come was it was the application to get on Noah's Ark. <laughs> They needed they needed staff stewardess. This is how you know we 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 need people you know, two of each kind. And this in this little story ties into uh, an, another idea. In case uh, in case anyone's following all the episodes so far, they've definitely picked up. This is not a feminist story, and and I I mean that in the best way possible. I I think we should constantly go out of our way to be as anti-feminist in a funny way, bringing it, you know, satirically as possible. But, you know, we do have Delilah, but outside of Delilah, and then maybe later on we get a couple characters, there's, there's really not a lot of women going on in this story. It's mostly just men, male chauvinists. What you do is you just, I mean, a lot of the stories in the Bible that, you know, that you're going to be telling as men, maybe that's the commentary of the whole thing. That's why it's, you know, that's another layer. That's another layer. Maybe we can make little references to that just throughout every episode, you know, like, like maybe there's like a, a random part in every episode. So it's like, are there any, are there any women around or like, you know, just any, <laughs> you know, we've, we've been walking down the block for like a mile now. We haven't seen a single woman. <laughs> Anybody notice that in this huh. entire street there is not that. one woman? <laughs> no, why would I? This will this will fit in perfectly with golf because there's certain golf clubs just started letting women play there a couple years ago. That's crazy. That is. Crazy. I think I think Johnny's love for golf. <laughs> I love how it keeps coming. It's so is so powerful right now. All I have. <laughs> Guys you you love it you guys a loser i hope yeah. I, I i i hope i don't start golfing in the next year but we'll see hopefully. i don't think you're a loser johnny i don't think you're a loser at all my man oh uh i i don't think so either you know <laughs> i think i i maybe finally just found my passion it's never too late man well yeah i mean obviously i'm not going to be a professional golfer you know so back, um, just going over my notes, back to the Jimmy and Mary Magdalene story. So I already mentioned several times, Mary, Mary Magdalene is Jimmy's true love. Now, actually, Roger, Roger sets him up in this, in this woman in the 20th century. We're going to have to give her a name. She's, she's not a very good feminist character. But uh, she, she tells Jimmy she's pregnant. But she's actually not pregnant. Roger and her are in on it because Roger wants to stop going back to Nazareth because he thinks it's boring back there. So maybe Roger, Roger finds a girlfriend or something or finds something in the 20th century. He's tired of going back with Jimmy. So he wants to break up Jimmy and Mary. And so he uses this woman. Jimmy's all blacked out. He drags Jimmy next to him, takes all his clothes off so that Jimmy wakes up and he founds out he just had sex with this girl. Then the couple... 
like a week later, a few days, or actually the next morning, you know, Jimmy doesn't really know what's going on. He finds, she tells him, Hey, Hey, I'm pregnant. And he's like, what? Oh man, I didn't know it could happen that fast. In fact, maybe it's only like the, maybe that's when Jimmy loses his, his virginity. Maybe, maybe he's too blacked out to, you know, you know, to get involved in the orgy or something. But anyways, he thinks he loses his, his virginity. He eventually does get her pregnant. Eventually does get her pregnant. But the first time's a scam. A scam pregnancy. Now we had cousin Rogers going to be the demise for Jimmy at like all of his jobs. Right. And I just thought, how funny would it be if we make in the background, we're actually, actually cousin Roger missed out on all these opportunities because of Jimmy. Okay. So I got these couple a couple of these actually happened. Okay. <laughs> I'm already laughing. So cousin Roger was in the band Tesla, okay? And they were nobodies. He wasn't in the band Tesla. He he toured with them or he he subbed in for them a couple times. He was playing drums with them, okay? He wasn't part of the band though. He he was never officially part of the band. He he was like sub subbing in, playing with them for sure. Anyways, good enough, okay? Yeah. And then as soon as cousin Roger quits playing with these guys, they go big time, right? Well, I figure, what if we like flip it around where it's like cousin Roger was like in this band back home and he was like really loving it. He's like finally getting his life together. And Jimmy's like, Roger, we got to go back to Jesus's time, man. You got to come with me. And then while he's gone, <laughs> The band just like is like the next fucking Beatles, or it is the Beatles, right? Could be the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Roger's like, hey man, I met this guy Paul and and, and John. They're so cool, man. You 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 should come and meet them. Yeah, it's like Roger, we gotta go, man. We gotta go, Roger. Okay, I'm like, dude, I already took a handful of peyote here. Hurry up, dude, catch up. And then we can do some uh, some other things too, where maybe cousin Roger comes up with like this crazy idea about like how do you send stuff through the air and like blah 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 and jimmy's like roger you're fucking crazy man and roger was talking about the internet or something you know and he's like <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do all these things because of jimmy and then it turned out like all the ideas roger had actually ended up being like the really good ideas but then he always missed him to go help jimmy with these stupid fucking things <laughs> And so he's got all, all these ideas of things that you can do because back in the day, there's a lot of chords. He's like, dude, we got to get rid of all these chords, man. We, you know, there's a way, and you know, he doesn't quite know the science behind it, but, but he has all the ideas there. And then Jimmy tells him that's silly. Let's, let's go do drugs. And then he misses out. <laughs> and he misses out on the next big thing. That, that is funny. Yeah. And C- cousin Roger could be like the first snake oil salesman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a traveling fucking bandit. <laughs> He's doing that while Jimmy's driving truck, you know, back and forth across the country and stuff. Cousin Roger's selling snake oil at the rest stops and shit. <laughs> He's in a tweed suit, you know. And it's like, it, historically, it's actually... The first time Jimmy Christ started giving public sermons at the rest area to people that were buying the stuff from Roger, like <laughs> they should really, you know, maybe think about doing something else with your money or, you know. Oh, yeah. Very funny. Rest areas, you know. Hey, so what are we calling Cousin Roger? Because everybody else has an alias. Oh, I've just been, I, 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 I spelt it raw and then Jeff. So Raja. 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 Raj. Raj. Raja. Raj. Raja. So yeah, yeah, we need to name Jimmy's first wife. That that's a character that needs a name. What's a name that sounds like her character? Like like what is what is what is somebody who'd be in cahoots with uh, co- mm. cousin Raja? What does that sound like? Judy. Uh, Let's Judy. Call her Judy. Let's call her Judy. I like it. Close to Judas. Judas. Oh, ah, yeah. yes. Yep. Me like it. Or Yoko. Or Yoko. Oh, man. <laughs> no, that, that's not a bad Too idea. Yeah. Yoko or yeah. Judy. What if her last I, what if her name's Judy Ono? I I like Judy 
because then it, it'll make sense why Jimmy has his sister Judy, you know, uh, kind of tie, tie in, you know. Oh, and then, and then there's one more note we haven't discussed on my list. It, it's never identified how many siblings Jimmy has. It's possible that no one knows. Nobody knows. There's okay. all these kids always running around. Until Gabe, until Gabriel, Gabriel used to party, man. Yeah, yeah. So he loses his his, his piece. Then, then we know there's no more kids. I think it'd be hilarious <clears throat> if uh, some of God's you know God's children were were evil. Also, you know, very powerful people, but good evil golfers, people, You know, yeah, but good, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like, like I don't know, you, maybe like you talking maybe about like maybe Ted, uh, like Ted Weinstein. Cruz. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, or like uh, how was his golf game, John? Which Weinstein? Either Harvey. Probably, yeah, dude, Harvey Weinstein. He was probably pretty pretty good golfer. There's a lot probably about shagging not. balls right now from prison. How about yeah. Ep- Epstein? Yeah. Epstein must have been a good golfer, dude. We'll was probably was probably a better golfer for sure. I would I would think. Uh, but he did well, nothing what, great. <laughs> we could we could well, tie tie all that in a little bit where uh, the good characters are uh, on the one side and the bad characters are the ones in excuse me influencing cousin Roger. You know, so you have like these positive influences that are like Jimmy's trying to learn from throughout different jobs or whatever. And then you have cousin Roger, you know, he's into like fucking devil music and fucking <laughs> selling snake oil and shit, you know. Wants to do this thing about chi, how you spread chi through the airwaves and stuff back in the day that nobody understood, you know. Right on. Yeah, and like Roger, the way the way Roger explains Chi, he's exactly explaining how satellites work. <laughs> that's 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 really funny. Yeah. Like, dude, we just you gotta, just gotta, you just gotta get it. some Chi, and it orbits around the planet, and then you just bounce your Chi off that Chi, and it comes back, and then I can send my Chi right to you. We just gotta triangulate the cheese. And Jimmy's like, dude, here, come on, peyote this is man, the dumbest idea I've Let's ever heard. Let's go see what Jesus is doing. Take, yeah, take it, it, it's. It's got to just be the, like the internet or whatever, or yeah, text know, messaging wi- or like yeah, yeah Wi Fi or you know something. He's like because you just send it there, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. I like it. And and maybe cousin Roger is Satan's son. Mm. I, I recommended that earlier to to Jim. I think in the last one, and then that would actually be really cool if you had say Satan. One of his sons, cousin Raja. Okay. One of Roger's sons, JC. Roger's only son. Brand, We're gonna have to work out those details. Of, of I don't bye. like all of them, but this is this is the other great thing about our story is each narrator gets to tell their story however they want. Yeah. And then and then and then we will have a clear narrator. <laughs> At, at the beginning of each episode. Okay, I got another idea. What if all the characters in the entire story all originate, like all the characters in the modern time part of the story, right? They're all descendants from when they went back in the past and banged those broads with Noah. It's all the same, however many people. You know what I'm saying? Well, if you know anything about Genghis Khan... Supposedly, now don't quote me on the exact numbers, but supposedly something like twenty-four percent of Asians that live in between these few countries are descendants of Genghis Khan. So, what? My man, look it up. Yeah, look it up. But banging. No, but the thing, if you wanted, if you wanted to figure that out, going back to Noah's time, you would end up with an answer that's like fifty percent of of all humans alive. So you're saying that Johnny's idea is a good idea because that's probably the truth. No, I'm saying it's a bad idea because it doesn't have any meaning. They would literally, literally every person they walked past that wasn't a Native American would be a descendant of theirs. 
Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I'm just spitballing out here, bud. You know, letting them fly. It's not a bad. See, John's just obsessed. Johnny's obsessed with incest. This is the second (laughs) time he's tried to get incest involved in our story, John. Keep your incest on the golf course, bud. <laughs> Keep it on the golf course. Oh, I wasn't meaning incestually. I mean, like, we're talking about, like, say, <laughs> I, I'm, let me, let me, let me give you a more detailed. I'm talking like, so we got the one girl character that is maybe cousin Rogers girl, right? We've got the one girl character that was in modern times that is Jimmy's girl. They could be descendants of the same broads Jimmy and mm. Roger lost their virginities to with oh. Noah. So that's like okay. they have this relationship. They they don't know why, but they they fall in love at first sight with these gals. There's just something about them, and we could tie it in. It's like a big picture Easter egg. Those were descendants from that past adventure when those guys lost their virginities. They lose their virginities. To the same broads, but different. You know what I'm saying? Same bloodline. Okay, this makes sense. So, so Jimmy's could be the Mary Magdalene character. I keep mentioning. Yes. Yes. Rogers. Could Rogers. Be someone could else be we got to identify. And then Jesus. Evil character. Jesus is his love is in the is in the 20th century as well. That and that explains why she's not in the Gospels. And that also explains yeah. why he's, Maybe it's a he's he. fine with just living just living in the in the 20th century for so long. Maybe yeah, he, maybe absolutely. he's maybe he's in love with like Justin Bieber, or, or uh, Little Nas X or something. You know, yeah, that would be that would be funny. Yeah, Little Nas X that would be real funny. Bit. Messes with yeah. our timeline a bit, but yeah, maybe we we could get a. So the so devil, are, the devil convinces singing? the devil convinces Little Nas X to turn Jesus gay, dude. <laughs> See, that'll, that'll be the straw that. Uh, God finally gives Roger the word to kill him because he's gay. Mm. That's funny. Uh, oh, that's real funny. Okay, so I, like I don't the- know who Little Nas X is, uh, but I, I just based off his name, I'm assuming, I'm assuming the guy's a rapper. So this guy's kind of a singer, somehow, huh? <clears throat> he's a singer. You Doesn't can watch his Satan video and you'll get a good idea what I'm picturing here. Nice. Okay. I'm he's not awesome. Watch it, but okay. Take you guys' word for it. Uh, yeah. So, so he's going to go back to the '60s then, mm. or it could be someone like Elton John. Elton John it could be Liberace. someone like yeah, Liberace, or it could be like David Bowie, or it could be someone that some people don't even think or know is gay. It could be one of the. I think Beatles. that would be funny. Yeah, I think that would be even funnier. Like you know, something controversial. It's like it, it's. Someone who's totally not not gay. Exactly. Yeah, someone who's yeah, someone who's known be... for being not gay. Yeah, Jim Morrison or like you know yeah. that would be funnier, dude. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like it a lot. Um, hey, listen, Portier. Who? Sydney Portier, Academy Award winning actor, recently uh, died a couple years ago. R.I.P. Wow. So you think? Well, wait, was Sydney Portier gay? No, no. <laughs> But no, known for being not gay. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So, so like a James Bond type, right? Would be the to turn Jesus gay. Sean Connery, perhaps. Mm. Timothy Dalton. Brad Pitt. Well, I, J- I brought up Sydney Poitier for racist JFK. reasons. JFK. Oh, okay. Hey, JFK, and then that's the reason they assassinate JFK too. Oh my god, mm. that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would want to do JFK that way, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I'm just, just spitballing here. The guy's a swinger, man. The guy's a swinger. Yeah, J- more like JFK. <laughs> uh, which I love. Well, that's a guy who is notoriously not gay. Yeah, yeah, on account of Marilyn Monroe and... Lord knows yeah, who I, else. I would say if or, we make, or we could if, do do someone else who got assassinated, like John Lennon, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. Yeah, or, Malcolm X didn't get assassinated. Yes, he did. Well, he murdered, what's the difference between murder? I, I, don't, I, I don't even think he's dead. 
No, I'm serious. Look it up. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Look it up. I'm pretty sure he's alive. Did you see him yesterday? No, but I don't think he's dead. I'm going to look it up right now because every other person alive that I've ever met thinks he's I'm dead. A, I'm aware of that. Okay. But uh, this is, is this, is this like Tupac is still alive? Wait, who are we talking about? Mandela? He said Malcolm X. Malcolm oh, X. never mind. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was thinking of Mandela. Mandela. No, no, no. Wait. He is Nelson Mandela is dead as well, but he's, he was an old man when he died. Then maybe I am thinking of Malcolm X. Hang on. Malcolm X has been dead for a long time. I know you want to. I know you want to move on. Five or sixty-seven. To me right now. Muhammad Ali, maybe you know you want you want to get Muhammad Ali in there. Uh, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. There we go. Yeah, that's that's our guy. That's how he gets cured of AIDS. Jesus cures him of AIDS. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. See, Jim, I told you Malcolm X is definitely dead. Magic Johnson. <laughs> Magic Johnson has sex with Jesus, and that's what cures him of AIDS. I like that. Or Jesus is the 12th devil, miracle. Or does the devil give Magic Johnson AIDS because he's trying or... to inadvertently kill Jesus with AIDS? Oh, geez. Yeah. Hey, that that could be the how he gets it, and then the, the devil didn't realize that him having sex with Jesus was the cure for AIDS. Oh, okay, that's good. Or or the devil didn't realize that that Jesus was gonna have sex with Magic Johnson too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe there there there's a scene with uh Satan just furiously screaming at at, at Magic Johnson for letting Jesus bang him. Yeah, yeah, for, for switching positions at one yeah. time for just for a second. That's funny. That's really funny. Like he just didn't yeah. account on on Magic Johnson bottoming for Jesus. They, hey, they all Magic Johnson met Jesus. They all met at a Bill Cosby party. <laughs> hey, they really went to heaven that <laughs> night then because Bill Cosby drugged the shit out of it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe when no, maybe when Bill Cosby gives you Spanish fly, it unlocks a secret part of heaven. Like if, if Bill Cosby gives you Spanish fly, you go back to like, I don't know, you go back to something, maybe something or, or you're there for like a year or something. You know what I mean? It's like the ultimate, uh, the ultimate time. Time lapse. A roofie. <laughs> um, what? listen guys i gotta go actually had like a hard-ish stop at one but i should probably bounce at this point so sorry it's 115 no this so is perfect here. dude this is a good time to close um let's same place next week I'm yeah down. sounds good all right yeah let's let's uh, you know come up with some new ideas i i i think the ideas that we've all established are pretty good and yeah, I like, I, think, I like it. I think we've actually discussed every idea that we've had so far. So we're going to need some new ideas for next week. I'm excited. All right, boys. Peace. Peace. Later.